Hey folks, Chris and Rich here. Uh, just want to talk to you real quick about the folks we do our podcast hosting through. Our podcast is powered by Podbean Podcast Hosting. Now, if you're thinking about starting your own podcast or you're looking for the best home for your podcast, I want to encourage you to check out all the amazing features that Podbean offers with unlimited bandwidth and storage for an affordable price. That's right, it's unlimited. So visit uh, podbean.com slash V-O-R radio to check it out today. And again, that's podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash V-O-R-R-A-D-I-O. Thanks for checking it out. We'd really appreciate it. And if you're wanting to podcast, this is a really great place to do it. We've been doing with this with them for quite a few years now, and we've been very uh, grateful for all their help and for their the tools that they have available. Please give it a che- uh, check, and I think you'll be happy with it. So now we're on to the show. Welcome once again to Voice of Reason Radio, your host, Chris Honholtz, and not Richard Story, but we got somebody else with us that you'll enjoy, a uh, g- good brother. We've had him on before, and we're so grateful to have him, and uh, just want to thank you for joining us, and thank you for the time that you spend with us each week. want to remind you that we are part of the Christian Podcast Community always recommend you go check that out. You're always going to find something wonderful, some podcast that's going to be edifying and biblical. Uh, It is vetted. Everybody has to have a a certain commitment to the Word of God and a certain biblical uh, framework from which they are operating before we ever even consider a a program into that network. So we pray uh, pray that you come check it out and know that you're going to find somebody that you're going to be beneficial, uh, benefit from, and it'll, it'll grow you in, uh, in your knowledge and understanding. And uh, also want to remind you, please check out our website, slave to the king.com. That is your one-stop shop for all things voice of reason radio. It is where you will find uh, new articles as they come up, which I actually have one. I want to start writing hopefully this weekend and new, New episodes as they are released. It gives you your our gives you our contact information, how to find us on social media, ways that you can support the program should you choose. And I I always hate bringing that up, but I'm just going to say this: if the Lord has gifted you to where you want to assist, that's where you can do that. But only after you've cared for the resources God has given you for your for your family, for your church, and the 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 necessities of life and if the lord has then so put it upon your heart to consider helping then maybe give a, a take a look there but you take care of your church you take care of your family you take care of your bills first the lord takes care of the rest so uh that's just one way to do that also if you are looking for some sort of uh I guess the word is merch. I don't know. I don't do this really well. But <laughs> if, if you are looking for uh, something to help spread the word about Voices of Reason Radio, like the t-shirt I'm wearing today, which you can't see. This is audio. Why am I saying that? Anyway, uh, you can actually get a Voice of Reason Radio shirt. You can go to the link at slavetotheking.com. That takes you to the st- uh, store at doctrinalife.co. They have that. They also have, a, hey, if you like stickers, we actually have, I don't have 
my own stickers. I need to do that. Uh, we actually have Voice of Reason radio stickers. You can slap it on your water bottle, slap it on your uh, your iPad case, your computer case. It's a way to help promote the show and let people know that it exists. So these are ways that you can help us. Uh, but if, if the best way to help us, of, co of course, is to, number one, pray for myself and Rich and our families, especially for our families because they have to put up with us. And uh, you know, pray for the program. Pray that God would uh, you know, use it to benefit those who are in the faith and perhaps even reach those who are not. And, the, of course, the most uh, and easiest, most, most easiest way... <laughs> I'm a professional. Don't try this at home. This is what you do when you get what you get when you're at home. The easiest way, of course, is to share the program, as so many of you often do. Uh, we can just share the link, put it out there, let people know the program exists. You can come in and do a review. You can uh, leave comments on. Uh, I think it's only through Podbean.com. So if you have the Podbean app, I think you can leave comments on particular episodes. Uh, we've mentioned before. We've actually had somebody who is like going through like seven years worth of audio and leaving comments on like every other episode. It's crazy. Um, but we're grateful for that. And we, we appreciate the input. I will say, however, this, um, if you're going to come in and say something snide, if you're going to come in and say, uh, make something, uh, I, I'll just, I'll just put it out this way. If you come in and you drop a comment, like uh, you can't be a cop and be a, a, a Christian, don't count on that comment sticking around. I don't mind pushback. But you're not going to you're not going to attack Christians who happen to be in a particular uh, line of work you just don't like. So if you're gonna make something like that, I will remove your comment. I did that for that at one individual. I'm sorry if you don't like it. Uh, you're not gonna use our program to do that. So uh, you can do that on your page all day long. And I'm looking at my, my good buddy here. He's got his camera up. I guess I should have my camera. I can't have my camera up. I'm looking at screens with no cameras. Uh, so never mind. And uh, I see him nodding his head over there. But yeah, so absolutely um, do not. If, if, if You can disagree all day long with somebody's program. Do not. Do not use somebody else's program and the ability to leave comments to attack fellow Christians in such a callous way. I'm sorry. I will not let you do that. That's this is our program, and it, we are a benevolent dictatorship. We can decide if we if we want to have such such a commentary on there. And, and I'm making my good good buddy bust up over here. He's about to fall out of his chair. So you you want to leave pushback? You want to leave comments? You want to write to us? I got no problem with pushback. Don't be a jerk. I I, I will I will remove that. So um, that's just how it goes. Anyway. With all that said, I've said as much as I'm going to need to say. I want to welcome uh, our, our special guest host on with us today. Rich is not here this afternoon, uh, and uh, he's willing to to fill in and, and record with us. So so grateful to have him. Chris Huff, uh, one of the two voice, uh, voices over at Matter of Theology. Uh, I was actually on with What's your up, buddy. buddy. What's up? What's up? I was out, I was actually on with our, our mutual friend Drew Vonita last night on Apologetics Live. Mm -hmm. So I get to spend time mm -hmm. with two of my favorite people in, in in two days. I love it. Chris, how you doing, brother? Glad to have you on this week, man. Man, it is uh, it's good to be on. Sorry about the background noise. Um, uh, work lately, you know, because I work remote. Um, so and uh, and we do homeschool uh, for a little guy, and so. Um, it's, it's a little easier sometimes in the afternoon um, for me to for me to continue to work remote and to be remote from home as well. So I'm sitting outside of, uh, of one of my favorite little coffee shops here in Dallas, Georgia. So uh, there are cars driving by and, 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 you know, I live in the south. And so we like to, you know, a lot of guys like to put 
mufflers on their trucks <laughs> and, and and it's the summertime when we're recording this so motorcycles and um you know all that fun stuff so if you guys hear that this is happening in real time yep, it's unscripted unedited and uh, <laughs> so man i'm doing good brother i'm doing good i um let me comment on uh, on on some stuff that you said number one if you're listening to this program and you haven't gone and got uh a, bought a mug or some stickers uh or a t-shirt uh, to support Voice of Reason, then you, you've got to. Uh, you've got to immediately, <laughs> ASAP, uh, run and do it. Um, so Chris and uh, and Rich do a phenomenal job. Uh, I know that they're going to say that. Uh, well, I I know what Chris is going to say. No, no, we're just trying to be faithful. I'm the kid in the corner eating paste. While you yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> so, me. Uh, <laughs> I, know. Uh, I know that's what you say, but that's not you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you guys check them out. And look, man, if you're going to come on here and say that there's no way – a believer can be in law enforcement. Um, I would say, you know, pound sand, go yeah. pound sand. Uh, so that's, that is just asinine and, and probably one of the most, if not the most ridiculous statement I think I've ever heard. So, um, and that's, that's saying a lot, bro. Cause we, we hear a lot of ridiculous things. Oh so. yeah. Yes, we do. Well, and, and I don't think it was but, the same, it wasn't the same person, but I just, sh- you know, I shared with you the, uh, the wonderful commentary of, uh, the person who was, when he realized that the he's following me on social media and doesn't realize I work in law enforcement, and every name under the sun except son a, a child of God was thrown at me, and he'd known me all of about five minutes. So yeah, I, I I just benevolent dictatorship. We get to decide what goes on here, and and, and if you, you hey, can right. go away. So but so brother, I that's I it, want man. yeah. So I wanted to have you on because you and I you know, chat a lot uh, via Marco Polo yeah. uh, app. And you had said something the other day I thought was just fantastic. And it was basically a question phrase like this. When is the last time you just stopped and thought about the love of God? And I thought, what an amazing yeah. topic that, to, to just stop and think about. Especially, hey, we've just entered the love is love month. In other words, known as debauchery month uh, in here in the United States. and uh, Or pride sure. month or everything else. So everybody's talking about what love is, but we really ought to think about what does not love mean to us, but what does love mean to God? What does it mean to to be loved of God, to love God? And I think that was such an amazing thought. I mean, so I'll, I'll let you start with that. Yeah, man. Um, so as of the recording of, uh, of this episode, I've uh, just been quietly, and I guess, well, not, not so quietly now, um, I just taken a step back and you know this cause I've been talking to you. So, uh, just taking a step back from, from social media. Um, I was pretty heavily involved with Twitter for a long time and, um, you know, and, and, and so I, I just, man, the, the, the cesspool, uh, that can be social media. Um, social media can be great for a lot of things. Social media can be great for connections and getting to know people. You know, I mean, I have, I have, I mean, for crying out loud, I think you and I, um, that, that, that's where our friendship started. Mm-hmm. And my buddy, Alex Rodriguez, um, he's a pastor of outpost Bible church in, in McHenry, Illinois. And that's my dude too, man. And our relationship started via social media. And so, um, it can be, it can be a phenomenal place to connect with people. But then at the same time, on the flip side with everything going on in the world and how quickly information travels and how, um, uh, you know, th- there, there's not a delay between when something happens and when, when it ends up all over Twitter, all over Instagram and TikTok, which I don't have anymore, but uh, Facebook and everything else. And, and so, man, I just, I just quietly took a step back. It was uh, towards the end of March. I just kind of said, you know, I just, I'm going to take a quarter 
um, and just shut it off and um, and and just see what that does for me personally, mentally, as far as mental health goes. And um, you know, continuing to study my Bible and read my Bible every day, continuing to pray, continuing to read the Puritans, continuing to um, uh, exercise and love my family and et cetera, so on and so forth. And but I just taking a step back, and it's so funny when when you do that, people are like, "Hey man, are you okay?" I'm, like, I'm good, man. I'm good. But um, so I've been reading through uh, the New Testament Psalms, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes. That's my Bible reading plan this year. And I talked about that on some of our earlier episodes from 2023 of Matter of Theology. And it's uh, Mission Bible Church, which is pastored by Anthony Wood and a whole host of faithful men and elders in, in, in Southern California. This is the program they are doing and they came up with. And uh, Tony's a good friend. And, and so we were texting towards the end of last year. And I said, man, what are you guys going to do? Or the Bible reading plan, because I know they do one every year. And he said, here's what we're doing. I said, I'm with you. And um, so, man, we're in Ephesians recently. And, um, you know, Ephesians 2 is, um, if you've been studying scripture for any period of time, is is going to be one of your favorites, man. It's, uh, um, you know, by grace through faith is what the how the LSB subtitles that section. Um, and, and we're all familiar with it. We were dead in our transgressions and sins in which you formerly walked according to the course of the world, according to the, the ruler of the power of the air and the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. And Paul lays this out. He gets to verse four and by God being rich in mercy because of his great love, which, which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, um, uh, he made us alive together with Christ by grace. You have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And, and this is where I paused um, in verse seven, so that in the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Now, I've been walking with the Lord for almost 23 years um, and uh, following the Lord for almost 23 years. And I have read this passage of scripture more times than I can count. Um, but this is the beautiful thing about God's word is, is Hebrews tells us it's living and active and sharper than any two edged sword. It, it, it divides the, the joint from the marrow and is able to, to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. And, um, and so I stopped there and I, I just pondered and meditated on that. And, and I talked, I've talked about meditation a good bit this year, read Thomas Watson's work on meditation that Dustin Benge put together. Um, and so I was just kind of chewing on that, man. And, and I just, I just stopped right there and unpack that in the Greek and, and, you know, surpassing riches could also be translated, um, as exceeding wealth. And, and, and so when you stop and you think about that, we were dead. I mean, truly, cause here's the thing, man, in reform culture and in, in, in some of the circles that you and I run in. A lot of us can be so quick, myself included, and I have, man, over the last four years, four and a half years that Matter of Theology has been in existence, there have been times that I've been very quick to speak and very slow to listen. <laughs> um, I am, I am not, ash- I, I am ash- not ashamed, but I'm not scared to admit that. We, we all are works in progress. Sanctification, progressive sanctification is lifelong. It never stops. So, but how many times do we... As, as, as especially in reform circles, um, do we let our mouths override or let our fingers override 
Um, mm-hmm. but, but let me say it like my dad used to, but I'll, I'll, I'll obviously, uh, the rated G version. We let our fingers write checks that our tuckuses can't cash. So, so, we, we, we just so quick to pop off, um, on social media. We're so quick to, to, to jump on and jump on the latest thing. Chick-fil-A did this. Target did that. Kohl's is next. Bud Light this. And all of that stuff, I'm not saying that's not necessary. But when was the last time I just started thinking about this for me personally? And then I, I posed the question. I broke the Twitter fast and, and got on there and posed this question. When was the last time we stopped and just thought and pondered and meditated on this? Like, I read these things, you, and, and this is personal, mm-hmm. you were dead in your transgressions and sins. That's who you were. You conducted yourself in the lusts of the flesh, doing the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and you were by nature a child of wrath. And But God, but God, being rich in mercy because of his great love, made us alive made you alive. Why? So then verse seven, so in the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches, the exceeding wealth of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. So I started thinking about that. I'm like, when was the last time you pondered on that? But then, but then let's take it a step further. When was the last time you stopped and dwelled upon that all day? When was the last time that you let the surpassing great and it's just surpassing riches the exceeding wealth of his kindness and riches towards us in christ jesus when was the last time you let that fuel what you tweeted what you spoke what you thought and what you did does does that overwhelm you and then because of that are you fueled by giving thanks to God and worshiping God and all that you think, say, and do to give him glory, but then also to express that so that it admonishes everyone it can around you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I just started thinking about that, man. And I just I, I put that question out there and then you and I were talking and I'm like, man, I just I'm overwhelmed by that. I am overwhelmed by that. And so. So why it's, it's good that we talk about issues. It's good that we, that we point things out. I mean, hello, matter of theology, how many times have we pointed out false teachers, heretical songwriters, heretical ministries, and we'll continue to do so. Mm-hmm. But man, what everything we do should be bound in, and I've talked about this before, should be bound in, fueled by, and um, held together by the love of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. And, 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 and we should go out of our way in expressing that in everything we do. So that's kind of a long-winded answer. No, no. That's, <laughs> you just keep going. I'll just record, and that'll be the whole episode. <laughs> no, no, brother. No, 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 because no. I know you've got some good thoughts on this too, man, because just like we were talking about offline, man, where does that start? Where does that begin? So yeah. so that, that that's where, man, that's, that's, that's it, brother. I just, you know, I'm reading through, um, like I said, man, I'm um, – reading through the new Testament during the week and Psalms on, on, on the Lord's day. And, um, man, it just, uh, I'm overwhelmed by that. We don't deserve it. And of yeah. course we, as folks who would say we are reformed in our faith, meaning that we, we hold to the doctrines of grace. 
Um, I think of R.C. Sproul, right, and, and total depravity, absolute inability. Um, you know, I'm thankful that I wasn't as depraved as I absolutely totally could have been before the Lord saved me. Um, but then at the same time, I understand that because of that, because of my, 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 my nature, my flesh, that I don't deserve Christ's love. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the beauty of grace. Therefore, is that... Oh, is everything I do saturated in that? Because honestly, there have been so many times, and I'm not going to even, I'm not going to even pose this question to anybody else. I'm just going to tell everybody listening what what I've been thinking about this week since you and I have been talking about this, and since I read this a couple days ago, is how many times have I popped off mm-hmm. uh, social media? How many times have I popped off on a podcast, um, and it not been saturated in the love of God? And, and, and have I, how many times have I not gone out of my way to express that when I can still speak the truth and I can still be bold and I can still be firm and my tone can even be one of no passion. Right. And, um, but it's still saturated in the love of God, understanding that and communicating. So sorry, man, go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good, brother. Amen. You know, it's funny. You said something that, you know, how much we don't deserve it. And I keep, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. You, you go to Psalm 8, you know, verses 3 and 4, where, you know, David writes, When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? Oh, come on, bro. And the son of man that you care for him. And it's like when I stop yeah. and think about that, it's like, what is man that you are mindful of him? And we stop and think about it. Here, here's the Lord, sovereign king of the universe. Yeah. Governs all. You know, there, there's not, as uh, R.C. Sproul would say, there's not a rogue molecule in existence. There's not one maverick molecule. Not yeah. one maverick molecule, right. Yeah. So yeah. he is sovereign over all of that. He's keeping the entire universe spinning. He keeps everything going the way it's supposed to go. He has the earth spinning and moving at the rate it's supposed to be never once failing. He has you know the air and, and the the, uh, the oxygen and the, the water and the, the weather all operating at, at optimal efficiency despite what the climate alarmists would tell you. Um, <laughs> and then 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 he is sovereign over us. He's sovereign over our daily lives. There is not a moment in time in which you have existed that mm-hmm. he has not governed the affairs of men. And then you get down to right. me. He's down. He's sovereign over me. And he's sovereign over every single thing that happens in my life. And it's like, and yet, what is man that you are mindful of him? What is it, you know, that, you know, the sovereign king of the universe can look down and get it. Chris Honholtz, Chris Huff, Richard Story, all of our other our, our brethren in Christ, and he goes, I've set this plan from eternity past. Yeah. And there, there's your there's your loud muffler. Uh, <laughs> your, your, it's uh, a fire truck. Ah, fire, fire truck. truck. Okay. At least he wasn't blowing sirens. One. No sirens, so that's good. But he yeah. he I'm going to enter into human history. And I'm going to send my son, and I'm going to have him live a life of perfection that they couldn't do for 33 seconds, much less 33 years. 33 milliseconds. Yeah, 30, yeah. That's like I have, no. That's like opening my eyes. Good, I haven't sinned until I said that. Then, I, then it's already, it's, it's already started, right? Um, and Hail so, thank God for opening my eyes. I'm, I don't, that's yeah, it, I'm I've done. already, I've well, already see, sinned. Bro, here's 
<laughs> but he, so he, here's something, man. Like, how many of us, and I'm saying us on purpose, and so anybody listening to this, before you get your panties in a bunch <laughs> and think, is he, su- is he subtweeting me in a podcast? Is he talking about me? No, I'm not. I'm asking this question of all of us, myself included. Brother, how many of us who profess faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, how many of us who profess to be reformed, to love and believe in the doctrines of grace, how many of us are not satisfied in, in the love of God? Amen. How many of us are not satisfied in the fact that we are known by God and known of God? Amen. How many Amen. of us? How many of us can truly say, like the, 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 I the lyrics of uh, one of my favorite modern hymns written by the Gettys, my worth is not in what I own. I rejoice in my Redeemer, greatest treasure, wellspring of my soul. I will trust in him no other. My soul is satisfied in him alone. Amen. How many of us can say that? How many of us can stop and say, I don't care. And this one, bro. This one's going to step on toes, but it steps on mine first and foremost. How many brothers out there right now are so caught up in the race of chasing a platform because mm-hmm. they're not satisfied in Christ? Amen. Amen. And I'm saying that to our reformed brothers. They're so consumed with chasing that big stage. They're so con- – I want to be the expert on this. Yep. I want to be this. I want to – how about you just stop, sit back, but not, I mean, you're, you're plowing forward. You're being a pro you're, you're going for it, but are you satisfied with whatever platform the Lord mm-hmm. does or does not give you? Are you satisfied that you are known by Christ and that you know him? Or is your soul satisfied in that? Or do you have to have more followers, more of a platform? Let me put myself here and put myself there. You know, instead of allowing the Lord to do that, let him raise up who he will. Your call and job is just, and my call and job. And by the way, I'm, I know you can see me, but other people can't (laughs) see me. I'm talking about, I'm talking to myself here. You know, that's one of the things that by taking a step back, like, I mean, years ago, I, I felt like I struggled with that. I don't feel like I struggled with that, thankfully, by God's grace in a while, but I look at, I look at some of our reformed brothers and sisters out there, more brothers than sisters, and I see what they're doing and I see the way they operate on the socials. And I'm like, the optics of what you're doing say it's all about you. I know you're saying it's all about Christ, but the optics are saying something different. Is your soul satisfied in the fact that God was rich in mercy and saved you and is now choosing to use you in whatever way he wants. This is my father's world. Not every fight needs to be your fight. You know what fight needs to be your fight? The mortification of your sin. Mm -hmm. You know what fight needs to be your fight? Loving God with all your your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You know what fight needs to be your fight? Every ounce of energy you have goes into serving those the Lord has given you to care for. Amen. Whether it's 3,000 or three. Amen. Sorry. Rant. No, no, by all means. Yeah, I, I think a really good question that, that to answer what you're saying, y'all, we all need to ask ourselves this question. If God said tonight, I'm taking your platform from you, would we be satisfied? Yeah, 
If we yep. could, if we, if our first reaction is to go, but we've got a problem. And you yep. and I, you and I've talked about this offline. You know, there's, yeah, there was a time when I looked at, you know, retirement is about eight months away from me, and I thought, oh, well, down the road I'm going to start doing all these ministry kind of things, and then. What came? What happened last year was something that forced me to consider what if I what if I had to retire early? Well, now I've got to do all these other things, I, and I got to get a job, and 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 also not you know because the whole COVID thing and because what they were trying to do with the uh, you know forcing uh, vaccinations and stuff recentered my particular perspective, and it made me realize how much like yeah. you just said how it God's love, His grace in my life wasn't sufficient because I'm too busy thinking. Down the road, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and it's like, no, right. you know, this is the, if this is the platform I have. If if three people listen, that's three more than I deserve. If three thousand people listen, yep. praise God. Yep. You know, so I, yep. you know, I'm not going to chase a ministry anymore. I'm not going to chase a, you know, to get published by certain places anymore. I'm just going to do what I do, and if you know, if the Lord wants people to hear it or listen to it, He's going to do it. But that's it, it, man. and that's it. It goes back to that, you know. What, what is what is man that we're mindful of him? Well, that God is mindful mm. of him. He has done exactly what you talked about in Ephesians two. This being, we were dead in our trespasses and sins. I know you got your your, your fancy LSB. I'm going to stick with my elect standard version. But uh, <laughs> but um, you know, here we are, people. You want to hear something funny, real quick? Sure, go for it. <laughs> Uh, a good friend of mine recently said, "Oh, you mean the egalitarian standard version?" Oh, oh, oh! Uh, that's fighting words, man. That's fighting words. So sorry, uh, I know you were, man, you were, you were tracking with a serious point. No, no, no. That's all right. That's all right. Got to have fun with it. Got to have fun with it. But here we are. We are. We were at war with God. I mean, he, we love to think very highly of ourselves. Even as Christians, we still do this. Oh, man. We still struggle Come with on, this. Bro. But we tend to think so highly of ourselves, we don't stop to think about how vile sin is. And you know, I was talking about. I want to write an article. I was when I, I was busting my backside pulling weeds in our yard today, and we've got some vicious mm -hmm. weeds. I was explaining to uh, Chris earlier. It's not right. just this solid root of a weed, you know root that comes down with a few little tendrils. These things are like little octopus tendrils going 30 million directions and it's like I start right. I'm sitting there pulling these weeds and I start thinking about it. I'm like these things are vicious and I started thinking about it. I'm looking at this weed and I'm going okay you got your central core of the root that's that's kind of like the sin within that's not, that's that's the sinful part of me the out the stuff that looks funky out it might be colorful it might be flowery but that's what looks what it looks like on the outside then you got your root that's the core of it that's who you are but then I started looking mm -hmm. at all these tendrils, these little octopus tentacles screaming out into the dirt that made it so hard to yeah. pull. And I started going, that's every single little compromise, every single little, as uh, you know, Jerry Bridges would call it, a respectable sin. Every little thing where the world says, no, no, that's not a big deal. Or we somehow think, well, I can, right. I can compromise here and be all right with the world. Every one of those is grabbing into that dirt, into that soil with a death grip. I mean, I was, I'm talking about like breaking my hands trying to get this stuff out. That's our yeah. sin. That is us. Yeah. We are we are dead in trespasses and sins because we have gripped tightly into this world and we are at war with God. We think we're this flowery looking beautiful thing. We're this decrepit nasty weed. And God <laughs> God reaches yeah. down in his grace and says, instead of being this vile, putrid thing that does nothing but kill, 
maim and 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 steal. I'm going to take it out of that soil. I'm going to transform it into something beautiful and useful for my purposes. And that's the love right. of God. That he he has taken something that we thought we were all right. I I, I remember my my before Christ days and thinking arrogantly thinking, yeah, well, God, God, God will just have to take me as I am. Wow, that's a dangerous statement. Don't ever say something that stupid. <laughs> uh, you, you really no, don't no, want no. God to take you no. as you are. Trust me. No. <laughs> Praise God no. for His grace. And yeah. that was, I mean, that even when I would say it, there was something in the back of me that shuddered. I just wouldn't acknowledge it. And now, it, but we tend to think of ourselves that way. But really, we are the worst vile rebels trying to unseat the king from his throne. And in his, I mean, with every right as the sovereign king of the universe, God goes, I can judge you or I can pour my grace upon you. He has every mm. right that we've nothing about us that is deserving of his grace. Nothing. That's that whole no. point of Ephesians 2. There is nothing about us that is worthy of his grace, and yet he bestows it upon us. That is love. That is mercy. That is somebody saying, I you deserve my wrath, and I have every I can pour it out on you instantly. And yet, even when he doesn't judge us. At that moment, that's grace because every, one sin is sufficient to zap you straight to hell. And yet he, he gives us a lifetime because he's long-suffering. He is patient. He is merciful. He is kind mm. so that we can be drawn Come to him. That. And yet there's a time coming when he's going to pull that plug and that we're never going to have that again. Yet in his mercy and as according to, according to his sovereign plan, he draws those whom he will save out of his love and mercy. All of us deserve hell, yet he saves some of us by grace. That is beyond anything that... That's the, the highest point of love. You know, Christ tells his disciples, you know, that no greater love has a man than this, that he would lay down his life for his friends. God sent down his son to die for those he would redeem. I, yes. we're, we're, here we are in this, this worldly celebration of lust depravity and and vile sinful behavior and we call it love yep. and that the world's yep. definition of love is that which makes me feel great if, it, if my authentic mm. self I, I celebrate my authentic self I am made to feel I am made to you know to be liked I am made to be, be made, made something amazing and my uh, <laughs> wow that was a loud one my emotional state is is just pushed to the highest of uh, highs and it's this yeah vapid, vacuous, empty, emotional rush. It's an endorphin blast, but it means nothing because in the end, I am still at war with God. We, we, we tell people, oh, you need to love people as they are. No, if I love people, I'm going to point them to Christ because that's the only true love that we can experience is when God bestows his mercy upon us. And that's I it just yeah. that's what we're supposed to dwell on. You know, Paul writes later in chapter three, he says in verse 14, for this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, you may be you, that he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have the strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, 
and the length and the height and the depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That is his prayer that we would know the love of Christ. That we mm -hmm. would know it expansively. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, think about, you know, for this reason, I bow my knees before the Father. Well, what reason is that? We'll skip back up to verse 11. This is in accordance to the eternal purpose. The eternal purpose is the mystery of Christ revealed. The eternal purpose which he carried out in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. Amen. Therefore, I ask you to uh, ask you not to lose heart at my afflictions on your behalf, which are your glory. And then he launches into that. I mean, you think about that, brother. What what did. So let me let me back up to a couple things you said, because I think a couple things are uh, a, a great reminder for all of us is the infectious and affectious nature of sin. Um, I just uh, uh, when I got back from the Shepherds Conference in March of this year, the first book I read was uh, Keeping the Heart, uh, John Flavel. And um, and it's currently still, as of the recording of this episode, free on Kindle. Um, so no one out here listening to this has an excuse not to go download it. Um, so, but one of the things that Flavel talks about, one of the things that Thomas Watson talks about in the doctrine of repentance and the, and the, the mischief of sin, and that you find John Owen talking about, uh, in, uh, the doctrine of repentance, uh, or not, excuse me, that's Watson, uh, mortification of sin, um, is, is, you know, sin is. Sin does not, and James, the book of James talks about this, sin is not just the action committed. Sin begins um, in, 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 from, from lust in the heart. Um, Mark chapter 7, it's what comes out that defiles because what comes out comes from the heart. Um, and so sin, the nature that you were born with, infects and affects Everything, and, I, and I'm emphasizing the A on purpose, um, everything you think, say, and do, mm -hmm. all of it. And so if you're not constantly, and, and, and this doesn't mean that you're living a life of, you know, um, physical chastisement or, you know, that you're, you're, you're hunting for sins because you think you might commit them. But no, it's just being aware of your own thoughts and being aware of your own heart and guarding your heart, hiding God's word the living and active word, like I said earlier, hiding God's word in your heart, in your inner man, in your mind, that you, that that's what consumes your thoughts, that you may not, what? Sin against him. And, and so when you, when you stop and think about that, even despite of that, despite that nature, that grotesque, sinful, depraved nature, um, that snake filled nature that we are all born with, God was rich in mercy. Mm -hmm. and, and he gave us the ability to know him. He gave us the ability to love him, to have faith in him, to experience his love and his mercy. Even in spite of that, he has given us a new heart and a new nature that we might revel in that day in and day out. Um, and that so that we could approach everything we think, say, and do, and no matter what, in his sovereignty, he allows to come at us. Amen. We can respond with joy and love. Who are we to dare 
especially after we've been regenerated, to, to, to approach anything we think, say, or do with any sort of pompous arrogance. When what we truly deserve, we have not been given. We've been shown grace. We've been shown mercy. You know, brother, I, we were talking about the whole weed situation. Like I shared with you about the, <laughs> about the stump that I had to pull out of my front yard last year. Um, it was the same kind of situation. Uh, it was a small tree. I mean, I could almost fit my hand or one hand around the tree. Um, but when I went to take that stump out, um, it literally took all day. Uh, broke a shovel, had to go buy a really sharp pickaxe. And I was exhausted afterwards from severing the roots that had taken, that, 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 had, that had just uh, spread into the ground of my front yard in five short years since that tree had been there. Well, sin is the same way. It affects and affects everything we think, say, and do. But I love the, the passage that you pulled out here, man, um, is, 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 is because it's, it's beautiful, man. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, uh, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. That he would give you, and I, I do like the way the LSV words this. I know we were joking around <laughs> earlier, um, you know, but I do because listen to what, the way that, um, that it words this. So, so that, uh, that he would give you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man. Just talked about the inner man, hiding God's word in your heart, understanding the love of God. Anyway, um, and, and I love this verse 17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And that you, being firmly rooted, firmly rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, and the height, and the depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge. Knowledge is a great thing, but the love of Christ surpasses knowledge, <laughs> that you may be filled up all that you may yeah you may be filled up to all the fullness of god what and we were talking about it earlier man and you said it earlier so i'm not going to steal your thunder where does the love of god start where does understanding the richness of, of of god through jesus christ start a knowledge of god amen amen that's the i think that's the thing that so many people fail to see because we we get that wrong understanding of love it is that emotional endorphin rush that's how we picture love and so yeah. it, we don't think about that uh, understanding the love of god is uh, it starts with understanding god himself and the only way you understand god is you're going yeah. to his words you're studying his word because he's given you 66 books in which he has revealed all that we need to know in this life of him we will have an eternity to grow even more in his presence, but he has given us everything we need to know in Genesis through Revelation, and he reveals himself on the pages of Scripture. And it's it's Paul himself that often in his opening books will be will be praying that God will grow you in the wisdom and knowledge of the Lord, that God himself will uh, you know reveal himself, it will grow you in knowledge, grow you in wisdom, grow you in power. Again and again and again, Paul writes this. Well, how do you do that? It doesn't come by um, osmosis. It doesn't come as some sort of uh, you know, a light bulb moment 
that you go, oh, I get this. I understand it. It's not some, it is supernatural in that we are indwelt with the Holy Spirit. And he reveals to us and illuminates the word of God. But it is also yep. by the study, and it's it's not like it just downloads into your brain. I, you know, it, it takes effort, it takes time, because he wants you to spend time in his word and mine that yep. that that silver and gold out and understand who he is, and that's why Paul wrote to the Ephesians. It's why, uh, you know, the gospel writers wrote the messages. It is why we have all the epistles. It is so that. The, the people of God will come to know the God who has redeemed them and whom they worship and can do so rightly. And it's interesting because we, we tend to think about, you said it earlier, that when, even when we're going through affliction, when we're going through trials, mm. yet we can worship God. How? How can I possibly worship God if something bad has happened? It is because God himself reveals to you in his word that even affliction is his gift and his grace to you. Paul, writing in in 2 Corinthians, says, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and of all comfort, who comforts us in all our afflictions, so that we may be able to comfort those who who are in affliction. With the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God for as we are as we uh, as we share abundantly um, oops I got ahead of myself abundantly in Christ's sufferings so through Christ we abundant we share abundantly in comfort too affliction well, Ecclesiastes chapter 7 man you know Ecclesiastes 7 in the day when there is when there is good be of good cheer and but when but in the day where there is evil, see, God has made one as well as the other. I mean, it's anything we face, anything that God sovereignly allows, like you have Christ. What more do you need? Amen. Seriously. Amen. I, I, I don't, I, and, and look, man, I'm not, I'm not making light of anything anybody's walked through um, at all. Uh, I've, I've, I've walked through things where, yeah, man, it, it's let me crumple up in the floor in a ball in tears. Like, you know, like I, uh, we, we, we've all been there, but I mean, do we just truly stop and think about that? You have Christ. You have the, the creator of the universe. The one who spoke stars into existence. It's uh, Isaiah 66. Heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. The one who who says that knows you, knows your name, says you are mine, I am yours, what more do you need? You you can approach anything that sovereignly comes at you with joy, with strength, with bravery and resolve. Why? Because of Christ. You get Christ. It isn't just that we're going to heaven and there's going to be streets of gold and lions and lambs, you know, together. Yes, all that's true. But if Christ weren't in heaven, it's not heaven. Yeah. You get Christ. That's who you have. He dwells in you. What more do you need? Amen. Amen. And I think that's the biggest problem is that we, and even even us in our reform circles, we oh, yeah, te- we tend to look at things circumstantially. We may not say, well, I don't have uh, a mansion and a house and, you know, and, and riches and, and, and celebrity. And, and so therefore, you know, uh, you know, there's something wrong with me that God hasn't given me. We don't talk about it in that way. 
but we will talk about it. And why is this day? Why is this day happening? Why are all this? Why is this sure. insanity happening in my life? And, sure. and we're not sure. looking at that. Even the afflictions, even the minor stuff, the little things that that uh, that afflict us. On you know, okay, I, my hands, my back, my legs are sore from. Pulling weeds, right? Weeds. Should I should I go? Oh, I feel so terrible. Or should I say, Lord, thank you that you've given me strength. My body, at you know, nearly the half century mark, is not responding the way it once did, and yet I have strength. And this, you know, those those muscle aches and pains remind me that there's a day coming when I won't be here and and, yeah. and I won't be able to do those things, and it hurts and I don't like it. But that in itself is a gift from you, Lord. Yeah, I, bro here's a thought here's a thought right i was rabbit trail moment um but this is this is this is your show so we can do it um <laughs> so it's, uh, and uh, i'm a guest host so it's our show hang on somebody's coming by with loud music so hang okay. on yeah this is real time folks so <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know what kind of music he's playing <laughs> but i didn't want to chance it you know what i'm saying okay so here's i mean here, here's the thing i mean here's the thing right it's just like um you know, you talk about that, man. I, going out, I remember after pulling that stump out of the out of the yard, man. I was, I was, so, and you know me, brother. And anybody who follows me on, and like, the only thing I've been doing on social media is just recapping like workouts that I've been doing. And by the way, let me just say something real quick about that. Um, I'm not doing that to draw attention to myself. I'm doing that to to push focus to my coach uh, Vernon Griffith and the GBRS Human Performance Program. Uh, it has been a game changer for me personally. So when I'm posting those recap videos, I'm doing that to point people to that program. I'm not doing that to point people. Oh, look at Chris! No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no, no. Trust me, that, that that's come up in conversation lately with some people, and I'm just I'm just going to go out. Let me just say that, okay? So, but um, but bro, I was I was sore beyond sore uh, after pulling that stump out this, this past Monday was Memorial day and every Memorial day for the last four years, I've done the Murph challenge, right? One mile run, a hundred pull-ups, 200 pushups, 300 air squats, another mile run. Um, and this week, brother, we're recording this on a Friday. Um, this week, uh, bro, I didn't feel right in my nervous system until today. <laughs> like I just turned 41 <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I used to like, like, Four years ago when I did this, I was like, okay, I mean, I need a good day to recover, but I'm good. Now I'm like, I need a good almost three days to recover. <laughs> I mean, but look, like here's here's something to keep it in perspective, right? Yes, we have Christ. We get Christ just like we said. You're at, and, and everything you just said is absolutely right. But think about this too, man. Like you read Second Corinthians, right? The God of all comfort that he is, allows us to, to experience afflictions, sufferings, uh, pains, heartaches, hardships, so that we could experience his love and comfort and that so we could share that with others. So here's a thought that I was, uh, I was, uh, uh, given today. Um, speaking of GBRS, uh, one of the guys on there, DJ Shipley, former Navy SEAL, SEAL team six, dev group guy, he was talking about mental health and depression and stuff like that. that he had wrestled with because of traumatic brain injury and, and all that stuff. That's a whole different conversation for a whole other time. But he was talking about, man, when you really get down in the dumps and you really, start thinking that your life is, you know, so bad and, and this is so hard. And I mean, just remember brothers and sisters, there are people out there who would love to have, they would love to be able to have the energy to go outside and pull weeds and be sore afterwards. Mm-hmm. They would love to, I mean, like br- brother, I think about our brother rich, right? Um, like it just, just kind of putting things in perspective. You know what I mean? Like it's that 
like the Lord is, is, is giving you this. He's giving you the strength and the, the ability, whatever it is. And, and he's going to equip you to go through it. But just remember, you have Christ, number one. And number two, not that we want to compare, but when we really stop and think about it, in this country, we're blessed, man. So anyway, like I said, rabbit trail moment. (laughs) That's all right. No worries, brother. No worries. But I mean, I think it's because we, we don't think of it in those terms and we look at affliction as something bad rather than it is Mm, God's mm. refining process that draws us closer to him. It, 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 it reveals sin. It draws us closer to him. It reveals the areas of struggle in our life. It, you know, it, 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 more and more conforms us to the image of Christ. I, you, know, you we we don't see it that way yet. Even affliction and suffering, and this is where, if, when you're not in Christ, it do, this doesn't make sense because you talk about this and you talk about how God's you know even in suffering in your life draws you closer to God. The atheist, the the humanist, the pagan will go. This makes no sense. You you worship suffering. You you you're you're you have a martyr complex. Whatever. They, you know, they think that, you know, I don't worship suffering. No, we don't. <laughs> but that's like it, they, they don't understand because they don't understand the love of God. They don't understand Christ. They don't understand that what we are, what we have been seen, shown is that what we will receive in eternity, the, you know, the blessings that are yet to come. And then they, they don't get it when you read things like Acts chapter, uh, Acts chapter five. At the end, in verses forty, starting in verse forty-one, then they left of the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. And every right. day, every day in the temple and from house to house, they did not cease teaching and preaching that for, uh, that the Christ is Jesus. You only can do that. You can only rejoice in that kind of suffering. If you understand the love of God, you only understand that, as you say, get Christ. We get to enter the throne room of grace. And you think about the okay, the book of Ruth. She's like, you know, they, they, the Jews are going to be slaughtered. Mordecai comes through, or, or not? Uh, I'm getting it wrong. I'm getting it wrong. Yeah, sorry, uh, wrong book. My brain went blank. But uh, <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, so, but anyway, you know, she goes to the, you know, Mordecai comes to her and says, you, you know, go speak to the king about what's about to happen. And she says, you don't understand. If I go there, I could be struck down unless he allows me to come because you're not supposed to come without an invitation. That is what it is. If you enter the throne room of grace apart from Christ, you are struck down. You are condemned for eternity. Anyone who thinks, I'm just going to tell God how it is, has no clue the danger they are in. And yet we, who were at war with Christ, can enter the throne room of grace boldly. Because we have that invitation. We have Christ. We get to be before the Father, not as a rebel facing judgment, but as a precious and precious daughter or son. Now, you can when you understand that, then you understand that suffering is this temporary affliction. It is this momentary light affliction, as it's Paul a discipline. would call it. It's a discipline. It's, it's a discipline. And Brother, it's, it's a discipline. You know, you think about, like, so often we, as, I think we, this, this is a good, good reminder, man. It's a good reminder for me, too. 
uh, especially me. Um, it's a discipline, brother. It's you think about discipline, right? And you think about, I mean, being a parent. You think about what the times that you have to discipline your child. There are times you discipline their ch- your child um, because they did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then there are times that that it's a that it's a it's, it's a discipline of preparation. Um, you know, uh, I, I, we were talking about exercise. Exercise is a discipline. It 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 it's it's called work for yeah. a reason. It's it is a discipline, um, and and you know it, it is. I mean, it, it, that, that's what it is for me personally. Personally, it's 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 prayer time for me. It's time to take inventory. It's time to to think, and it's a, it's to, to to let things go and to focus on the Lord. Like, and that's and that that's what I use that time for. But mm-hmm. you think about the Lord will allow us to go through things and put things providentially and sovereignly in front of us to discipline us. And we should rejoice in that. Not that, that should not make us sorrow. Um, Hebrews chapter twelve. The writer of Hebrews, uh, R.C. Sproul, said it was Paul. Uh, so, <laughs> there are times I agree with R.C. Um, you know RC, what? Bro. Apparently, apparently the the uh, early church did too, because I'm working through first yep. book of two thousand years of Christ's power, and third and fourth century, they thought it was Paul too. Nick Needham. Yep. 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 Um, so you know the writer of Hebrews, Paul. Uh, it says, you, uh, starting in verse four, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood and you're striving against sin and you have forgotten the exhortation, which is addressed to you as sons. My son, hang on one second. There we go. My, my son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord. Okay. That is, by the way, that's, that's, um, Job chapter five. That's Proverbs chapter three. Um, Proverbs chapter three is nor faint when you are reproved by him in verse six. Um, in verse six, he's pulling from Proverbs three twelve, uh, Psalm one nineteen. He says, "For those whom the Lord loves, He disciplines, and He flogs every son whom He receives." Verse seven: It is for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? But if you are without discipline, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate children. And not sons. Amen. Furthermore, we had earthly fathers to discipline us, and we respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father of spirits and live? And, and he continues. He continues along the line. You guys should, should, should go read it. But it's, brother, when we go through affliction, when we go through suffering, when we go through pain, sickness, death, loss of job, X, Y, and Z, fill in the blank with whatever anyone listening to this has ever gone through, whatever storm you've walked through, whatever storm you've come out of, or whatever storm you're about to go back into, and understand that, just like Ecclesiastes 7 says, shall we give God praise for only the good days and only the the good times? Or should we thank Him? Thank Him for the opportunity to know and be known by him and to love him and glorify him no matter what comes our way. And that's not easy for me to sit here and say, and I've not done it. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying everyone should just be like me. No, I have failed at this multiple times recently, but my goodness, you know, it's all about perspective and frameworks. Amen. 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 All right, so let, let's let's wrap this up here. So, you know, on honor your time and honor our listeners' time, but uh, I just want you guys to think about what we've been saying here. That when we're talking about the love of God, 
it is what you know it is God who in his sovereign will has poured out his mercy upon you a person undeserving of right. any such mercy any such kindness he's purchased you he's redeemed you he's brought you into his family and everything he does is for his glory and for your good and will ultimately be played out in how he conforms you to the image of Christ. And there may be blessings in the sense of we see prosperity, we may say uh, family life is good, uh, health is good, and those type of things. Or there may be blessings in affliction, that he is pouring out difficulty, sickness, loss of job, uh, you know, issues within the family. And those things are his blessings upon you as well. This is the love of God, just as, as uh, you said, Chris, God disciplining us for our good so that we learn and grow. And all of those things are also, as you say, a discipline in the sense that it is you know, like the exercise or, 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 uh, mm -hmm. or in developing some skill. You are disciplining yourself through a repetitive action to learn and, right. and, and develop. That is what God is yep. doing. So God's love is not how we define love, especially in the month of June 2023, where we plaster everywhere uh, the you know abomination of sexual depravity, yet that makes people feel good, so that must be loving. No, that is what actually condemns people. It is actually hateful, hateful to celebrate that because it cements them further in their sin. Rather, we want to promote the true love, that is which is... The, uh, revealed to us through Jesus Christ who while we were yet sinners died for us so love is 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 demonstrated in its fullness in Jesus Christ and it is yep. poured out upon us the undeserving ones and we then mm. get to have Christ have his spirit have his righteousness mm. And get to spend eternity with him when what we wanted to originally do was be at war with him. Yeah. So, last, Bro, last thoughts here, and, brother. And, and, well, and what you just said is spot on. What we wanted to do before Christ. We hated God. We hated him. And then um, if we're all honest, we can all, I mean, I know I can. Uh, it's I'm 41 years old and the last 23 years, by God's grace, I've been walking with him and uh, sometimes stumbling through that walk. <laughs> um, ah, <laughs> you, still, you still there, buddy? Yep, still here. All right, cool. Um, and, and sometimes stumbling through something, stumbling through that walk. Um, but, uh, but man, you just you hit the nail on the head, brother. It's it's regardless of uh, of what we face, um, good, bad, in between, uh, we we get Christ. Amen. As believers, and we should constantly, daily, uh, thank Him for another breath, the the the, the grace of, of, of air, the uh, the grace of being here um, in this temporal world, um, understanding that this world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the boastful pride of life will pass away, will fall away. Um, and 
brother, we we should let that affect and infect everything we think, say, and do. So I'll I'll wrap up with this. Continuing in Ephesians two, um, as uh, as as the Apostle Paul writes about how we are now uh, that the Lord has broken down the dividing wall of the partition of of Jew and Gentile, and um, we are we are now one in Christ. Um, and, and we need to remember this, uh, verse 19. So then, because in the, so then, by the way, we, we have access through Christ to one spirit and to the father. Um, so then you are no longer strangers and sojourners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household having been built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole building being joined together is growing into a holy sanctuary in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in the spirit. Brothers and sisters, this world is not our home. Amen. 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 This world is not our home. Just keep that in mind. Amen. Well, brother, brother, I want to thank you first and foremost again for being on with us. Always a pleasure to have you. Folks, if you have not listened to Matter of Theology, what is wrong with you? Go go subscribe. You can find it uh, at the, uh, as I said at the beginning, we are part of the Christian podcast community. You can go there. You can find it. You can subscribe there. You can find them on Apple you know, podcast app and or virtually I think just about any of them that that are out there. Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitch. Yeah, if you wherever you listen to podcasts. So yeah. and we've we've uh, uh, we, we've got some more stuff coming. I, I know, like I said at the beginning of this episode, we've been on a hiatus. Uh, Drew is officially back. Um, that's a whole other story for a whole time. But um, so he's he's recorded some stuff that, uh, that that's going to come out next week on the podcast uh, on the audio ver- version. He's uh, he has posted I know one on YouTube or two on YouTube, uh, but those are going to be coming and um, and then we're going to be kicking things Lord willing kicking things back up in July. And, and um, I'm looking forward on, to so. that because you know you know it's been too quiet and I, I need some more of your guys some, yeah. some more MOT in my in my, uh, my podcast coming, brother. app brother so <laughs> but uh, i want to again thank you and folks uh, uh, thank you brother you spend time listening to the stuff that they put out where rich and i are trying to do things from kind of a layman conversational discussion chris and drew do such a great job breaking down theological issues and applying them uh, to modern day issues going back and looking at things the puritan said and did look you know, how can we apply this in your and they are taking you know, deep theological dives on these issues and i really really encourage you to go check it out and they've got a lot of back stuff so while they're while we're tapping our fingers and waiting yeah, we a lot. go back and listen to the old <laughs> stuff you're going to find a lot of good stuff in there um you know st- stuff that that you know has gotten them in trouble like, like you know <laughs> Maybe a critique of a certain reckless worship song about love. Um, <laughs> that's a story for another time. Don't get me started. That's a that's a conversation for another time. But uh, you know, again, thank you, brother. Thank you, folks, for listening and thank tuning you. in. We really appreciate your time, folks. As we are going into this month, this is going to be a month long. I hate to say the word celebration, but a celebration of sexual depravity masqueraded as love.
This is a great time for Christians to talk about what is true love, the love of Christ. So in conjunction with our last episode and this episode, we would encourage you, you first and foremost, as my brother Rich would say, go find someone and share with them the biblical way of salvation first and foremost, but also proclaim the love of Christ. And by the way, don't let... That car sounded sick. Uh, it sounded that, like that it was, was a Mustang GT with that, some like boiler exhaust on it. So. <laughs> it looked like it sounded like it was gonna fall apart. All my gearheads out there that was like, dude, he knows cars. Yeah, I majored in automotive technology in college, so but there you go. Take the time and don't do the Christianity today. Excuse me, Christianity astray version of <laughs> of, of talking about the love of Jesus. Um, they would have you basically not, not talk about Jesus at all and just apologize for being a Christian to everybody. So, um, you know, don't do that. That's the Barack Obama Christian approach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the apology tour. Um, and, and, and now we just made everybody we mad. We were doing so good. Yeah, we were doing all right. And then we just made everybody mad at the end. That's cool. At least they listened to the whole show first. Uh, hey, there you go. <laughs> but go and proclaim biblical love of God. And use the opportunities of things that are happening in your life and the life of others to talk about how this is God's love. Even his judgment being poured out upon our nation is a loving thing because it calls sinners to repentance and brings judgment upon the wicked. So that is even the love of God demonstrated. So take this month, proclaim the love of God, share these last this program and the last program as often as you can, not because we want to see yep. big numbers. That's not the issue. We want people to right. hear about the love of Christ. We want to hear what is true Amen. biblical love. So thank you for spending time with us this week. Again, thank you, brother, for being on. God bless you guys. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Always. Anytime. Anytime. I even told Alan Nelson he's welcome on the show, but he wants to talk about Christmas. And, well, that's going to be after, after Thanksgiving. Sorry, Alan. Uh, <laughs> we, we love having our brethren on, but let's keep uh, topics where they belong. Christmas after Thanksgiving. Sorry, Alan. Love you, but no. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's an inside joke to my, my on to our Twitter folks. So, uh, but again, thank you all. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Pray for this program. Pray that we would continue to be faithful no matter what number of people listen and that we continue to be, right. as we have always wanted to do, glorify Jesus Christ and be a, a, an edifying force to the saints. God bless you guys. Right. Good night. We'll see you next week.